That was Shadowlands, the latest single by the Noir Dalis, uh, Riverside, San Bernardino area duo. I uh, spoke with Carlos and Antonio of this duo uh, at their studio in San Bernardino. Uh, we got to talking about music and caught up on a bunch of things. Uh, I caught them a few times at the residency at DBA, caught them a few times elsewhere, and they've got a show coming up opening for Sun Colony at their residency or for their residency at Harvard and Stone. That is tomorrow, May 24th, Wednesday. Uh, Also, there is going to be Warsaw Pact. Uh, I'm going to try to make it. See you there. I should be able to make it. Uh, They got more coming out. They've got more shows on the way. Stay tuned and strap in for a longer podcast. Um, back Back to the roots. Enjoy. You guys have been living out here for a while? I grew up out here. Nice. Uh, and now me and him live in Riverside. Yeah. Oh, okay. So this is just your uh, recording spot? Yeah. This is our... Uh, our little home. Yeah. What does uh, Superman call it? It's a... Uh, fortress of Solitude. Yeah, it's our Fortress of Solitude. Nice. <laughs> With records and equipment and pretty much everything you could want in a recording studio. Yeah, it's a good spot. Yeah. You guys record everything in here and rehearse and all that yeah pretty much we demo everything Um, yeah the songs get demoed here and then for one session we recorded out in joshua tree oh yeah another one we did out in upland or rancho Mm. upland rancho area cool cool yeah you guys been playing a lot uh we're just talking about that and you said you take breaks but i'm like you guys i guys are always on a bill i see you guys all the time (laughs) it's so cool play dba a lot you've been playing la and um, yeah, it's just good. And you got this new track out. Oh yeah, yeah. When did it come out? Uh, this month, the fifth, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It came out the fifth. Um, it was like a double, kind of uh, to complement the forty-five we put out back in February. But mm-hmm. it, it was exclusive to the shows we were doing. Mm-hmm. So if you were there, you pick one up. That's awesome. And then it officially got released in March. Nice. Yeah. I didn't see one, but I got a poster uh, for your residency. Oh, nice. I got it up on the wall. I got a frame and everything. It's so cool. Who did the art for that? Uh, Alex from Daystar did that. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually right there. Oh, yeah. There it is. Yeah. Oh, and FYF. I didn't see that coming in. Damn. Old school. I was there. Yeah? I I might have bumped into you. Maybe. Damn. Oh, maybe I don't know if I, I don't know if I was there. Was it were the Strokes there? Yeah, yeah. I think that was the other. And Interpol, I tried to get close. Oh, that was a good one. I missed that fest. Yeah, Phoenix and the Strokes were there, right? I think yeah, the Phoenix. One, yeah. I have video. I've got like really shitty video from uh, <laughs> like an iPhone four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some <laughs> pixels. Yeah, and looking back, it's like man, those things were. It was so much better than like the flip phones, but it still looked like dog shit <laughs> compared to what they are now. It's an upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> um, you guys have shows coming up? Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. Do. yeah. Uh, when does this drop? Huh? When is this going to drop, this episode? Uh, I'm going to try to do it Friday. Friday? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, well, we just would have played on... Oh, no. We got shows next week. Yeah, we got shows so on the, the 27th. 24th and 27th yeah nice yeah so um my buddy tommy who um used to play in this other band 
he's now in this band called Sun Colony, and um, they have a residency at Harvard and Stone, and um, they asked us to open for them, so we're going to go ahead and open for them. Sweet. They're really cool post-punk shoegaze type of style of music that we both really like a lot, and um, we've been trying to play shows with those guys for like almost a year, almost two years now. Mm. Just Things just you know schedules <laughs> yeah everyone's happen. busy or we're busy or they're not busy and it just happens like that but finally got a got a show nice um, nice and then um the 27th is with our buddy anthony um who goes by the stage name mori bender who does these amazing visuals yeah crazy visuals mm. uh old school analog setup um one of our first shows back as a duo last year was uh over there at old town pub uh pasadena mm. and uh yeah man that's a good dude, spot yeah it is and um we got to play for some really enthusiastic drunk people as I remember. <laughs> and uh the guy gave us a really cool speech afterwards about like you know just keep working at what you're doing and uh it, it it's it really stuck with me and then obviously i mean i mean anthony does great work live um so he's having us play on the 27th um, uh, at the Art Bar in L.A. Cool. Which cool. I think it's in Venice, I think. Yeah, in Venice. Yeah. Never been. Me either. Uh, I, that's part of the reason we're like, we got to do this. Like, yeah. Let's do it. Because a lot of venues, we get asked to do things, and sometimes we will go out and try to reach out to promoters. Yeah. Or at shows, we'll try to network and meet people there, or vice versa. Bands that we like to go see. Mm-hmm. Um there's a lot a lot of local bands in, in Pomona that I just I don't know where they where where they have been coming from but they are really good mm-hmm. and they're just like oh shit we gotta play with these guys you know yeah a lot of them kind of hide like they'll play DBA and they'll play sometimes I don't know characters or <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> you never hear about them or they play house shows a lot I mm-hmm. guess there's like a there's a good house show scene around there that uh, I kind of hear about sometimes yeah that's <laughs> Not true cool enough. Uh, or you, or what's what's the uh, the occasional thing that they have up there? It's just like DM for the Addy. I'm yeah. Like, I'm like, all right. Well, <laughs> I saw this too late. You know, it's already yeah. the next day or whatever. Yeah, it's always like the next day or three days later. It's like, oh, okay, cool. Ask a punk. All right. Yeah, pretty much. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, there's a house down the street from my apartment that has like it's like and it's right up the street from DBA that um, I guess they have shows pretty regularly and like who's talking about it <laughs> what's who is it who's playing and, yeah uh the hazards played there recently if you guys know them yeah um oh yeah they played there they tried to do uh a show somewhere else and it didn't work out so they had to play like they got this last minute booking at uh at this house and i guess they they do shows there i'm like what the hell i gotta hear about this I more know. often and like characters is finally um advertising again Mm, I'd nice. never seen anything before. It was like this one, one of the bartenders, like he had the IG and he would just like post his family and shit and he would never post anything about who's playing. And I can hear them from my apartment. There's punk and metal and, and like hip hop all the time. And I'm like, I never hear, you just got to go, you know, yeah. it's like 10 bucks. You just got to go. You either have to go or the bands do all the promoting, which yeah. is, which goes in hindsight. There's a, there's a, band friend of ours whose name is marina and um 
she's gone on about that too because she, she does a lot of really good shows in la but it's a struggle to have you know the venue do some promotion too and try to get in in sync with the artist with mm -hmm. the promoter with the venue and like really push it out to have like a really good turnout for everybody mm -hmm. so so sometimes it is nice to have the person that does run that account hey could you uh just even if it's a story just put it out there you just know repost yeah, yeah. something <laughs> well what's that about like why wouldn't they want to promote their own events you know it's like they leave it up to the artist which is fine because the artists have control of it right which is cool but at the same time it's like you got to help out this is mm -hmm. your bar this is your venue yeah absolutely it's more of a chef should have more of a sense of a community type mm -hmm. of vibe to it you really should all be working together yeah because what's good for them is good for the bands yeah and what's good for the bands it's good for the promoter mm -hmm. and then the word gets out more people want to come more people want to go and do shows together mm. it's just it becomes self-sustaining <laughs> yeah so, and it just seems like common sense and like people don't do it no they do not yeah. <laughs> even bands don't do it all the time I'm like what don't you want to i don't get it <laughs> there are a bunch of bands that i follow that that they'll post the day of the show and i'm like thanks i can't make it mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, it's hard, man. Yeah. To try to like even this one coming up on the twenty fourth, like we'll like officially post about it tomorrow and give it a week and kind of do mm. do what you have to do to try to kind of organically work that stupid algorithm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's like Yeah, I think there's a fine line of like not oversaturating your feed. That's true too. Mm. Like, oh, see someone post the same flyer every day, every hour. Yeah. Like, because people do that too, yeah. for sure. I mean, you know, if, if it works, it works. But you know, and then like you said, those people who who just post the show the day of, and yeah, mm. you got to meet in the middle. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll promote these for sure. Post them constantly. DBA's good about, it, and I sing DBA's praises all the time because they're they're like supportive of the podcast and everything. But they support artists too. I think like oh yeah, they 100%. always repost and they. You know they're they're not shy about that sort of thing. They're, I don't know who runs their IG, but yeah, they're on it. Yeah, yeah, they definitely are. They let us sell merch there, which is great mm -hmm. as well. You know that's that's another big plus too. If you're a band that has actual physical music to sell, it's like it's it's great to hey we're on IG, we're on Spotify. That's all cool and all, but people are just people, man. They're just gonna be chilling, doing their own thing. Mm -hmm. They're not gonna be like, hang on, what did that guy just say? Let me pull them up. Uh, <laughs> that rarely happens. The, if you see like a table set up and there's like the two dudes who just played are hanging out by that table, yeah. you, you have a higher probability of having people go over there and like go shoot the shit with you real quick and be like, hey man, we're gonna check it out. Mm -hmm. We always hand out free stickers and stuff like that. Always. Just because yeah. it's just, it's not just good promotion, but it's also part of like, hey, like you stuck around, but. Uh, you get to meet a lot of lot of really uh, down to earth people, and um, mm -hmm. that's kind of why I enjoy playing live music. Mm -hmm. You know, aside from the expression and having a good time and getting to work with Antonio as often as possible. Um, what was it? It was in Whittier. We did something with the Hands Up Gallery people, mm -hmm. which, which by the way, they're they're awesome too. Uh, Jocelyn and Angel. Mm -hmm. um, we've been working with them for over a year now, and um they kind of took us under their wing when mm -hmm. you do like little art art installations and things like that and yeah they'll have us play on there and it's like 
all this you get exposed to so many new people and um they're really that's why we play la a lot yeah 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 so we we're very fortunate to meet them and um bond over just the sense of art and community and music and that's kind of why we play la so often is because we have we have those uh connections we've been working with for like the last two years or so yeah and there are some tight-knit scenes out there oh yeah especially on the east side I don't know much about the West Side. You mentioned Venice before. I don't hear about a lot of shows out there, but yeah. I hear those are like tight knit communities too. Although any musician that musicians that live out there, they'll play out here or uh, on the East Side of LA. But I never hear about venues like there's Harvells, and then there's that spot you mentioned that I just heard about today. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the art bar. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, man. But tight knit communities is good. Yeah, just to kind of build it up. We played at Whittier at this really cool, looks like they make, what, like movie sets there at that place, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, and we neat. met this guy named John that was like, talked our ear off for like almost 30 minutes, right? Yeah. <laughs> you got some of his art right there. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, man, I just had to pick up some of his stuff. Cause yeah. The, yeah. I mean, it's good on top of it, but... um you know he was he was just kind of caught us by surprise and we hadn't played in such a crowd that big too so anxiety sinks in from time to time <laughs> but uh once the second song is out like all right we're, we're we're okay like you know yeah yeah we can make this work but a lot of fun what was the biggest crowd you played maybe dba dba gives us a lot of love mm-hmm. yeah for sure. Yeah, you guys always pack the house. That Whittier show, too? Yeah, it would be DBA uh, and the Whittier show that we did. We went on at a good time because yeah. we were always thinking later it would be better, but people were already pretty uh, sloshed by then. So they're already <laughs> trying to leave or uh, trying to do something else. Yeah. So we picked like 7 30, 8 o'clock time for that one. That and it good. was like primo time. Mm-hmm. We got to play for a lot of. Uh, a lot of interesting people that uh, normally wouldn't stick around to check us out. So it was oh, a lot that's of fun. Cool. Yeah, definitely. Oh. So what are some surprises that you meet? Like surprising people you get some like weirdos that end up being really cool and then they want stickers and <laughs> <laughs> people you thought you'd never meet. Like who's a, who's a, who are some people you never thought you'd meet any time. Oh. And it just happened to be, man, it had to be a show. <laughs> it had to be a show we play. Oh man, I can't think of. I can think of maybe a, person. a redwood. Are there some characters at the redwood bar? That's, there are some characters. That's at the exactly <laughs> what yeah. I was gonna say. Was was the redwood bar, and it's not like weirdo in a in a bad way at all. I think um, Chris. I don't know if she's still doing sound there, but Chris was doing sound there for us, and. Uh, by far one of my my most favorite people that we've met in mm. in actually doing shows uh just because of like the enthusiasm mm-hmm. and like just that positive energy of like you guys got to keep doing this shit you mm-hmm. know um but that was like refreshing right cuz you meet a lot of strange people even though you're just trying to just kind of just do your thing and kind of focus on it yeah um there is one person, but uh, I'm going to probably not mention that person's name. No, don't mention that. Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> uh, but long story short, we we met that guy through a series of shows, and he just showed up out of nowhere and was at our shows, like, nonstop. 
Oh, damn. For like a couple of months. This is back when we had a lineup of four guys mm-hmm. whose names will also not be mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and, um, yeah, that guy was kind of odd for mm. sure. We couldn't get a solid read on him. And I think you know who I'm talking about. So, yeah. <laughs> No, it's appropriate. <laughs> he knows. Yeah, he was just weird because of. You ever meet somebody who just has to name drop people? Like, oh yeah. Yeah, he was one of those mm. where we were just kind of like, all right, cool. Like the first time, all right, that's cool. But every time, it kind of felt kind of like I don't know if this guy's like a pathological liar mm. or like what's going on here, but. We're just going to go with the flow. <laughs> you know? just At a certain cool point, it. you're like, let me see your phone. Let me see if you have their numbers because I don't know if this is true. I, I've met people like that who they like to name drop, and I'm like, I don't think you know those people. Though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even if you do, which is fine, it's just like, it's a weird flex. It's yeah. Weird. <laughs> it's a very weird flex. So you got to hook it up or what? Like, <laughs> Kind of. Like, you brought them up because you wanted to bring them up, or like, I don't see where this is going, but. I would say that guy was probably one of the strangest people we've met, for sure. <laughs> but mostly positive vibes. Every time I've seen you guys, it's like everybody loves what they just saw, what they just heard, because it's it's just two dudes, you you two guys, and you have this just wall of sound, and you keep it simple. We were talking about your setup before, mm-hmm. right? It's just a couple of a couple of uh, uh, pedals and two uh, guitar and a drum, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. We uh, run the DI through the Fender over here, mm. and um, that has the bass track that um, he's also, he's a engineer extraordinaire as well, Antonio. Nice. He's a very modest man here, but uh, <laughs> he's very talented. And um, yeah, we figured it out, you know, mm. it's just, um, it was becoming a do we reset again with another bassist or do we figure this out? Mm-hmm. And, um, I think I came to you, right. We were talking about, I had mentioned John Dwyer for some reason. I had heard an interview with him mm-hmm. and I told you at the end of the interview, he just said, you just got to figure it out. Yeah. Like figure your shit out. Like it's, it's going to be hard. To an end, yeah. Know? Pretty much. Mm-hmm. When you're coming up short on personnel. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Um, and it's to no fault of their own. I mean, people want to do what they want to do, and yeah. that's great. And they are more uh, enthused to the projects they want to work on, and that's great. But uh, we needed to keep it going, mm-hmm. especially because we had a lot of momentum going into last year. So, you know, do we reset? Because if we do, we got to spend time and teaching and yeah those are all good things but you know when you're getting asked to do two three shows a month Mm -hmm. and it's with people you really want to play with it's like fuck like what do we do like do we just fuck off or or do we just put our head to the ground and just work through it yeah you don't want to you don't want to waste time and waste Mm -hmm. opportunities no no absolutely not yeah um i don't think what's (laughs) what's what's that apollo creed uh thing that he tells rocky that that you, something about you don't know if there's a tomorrow or something like that <laughs> and that's kind of tomorrow isn't promised or yeah, something. yeah yeah something like that yeah mm. yeah try to be better every day and tomorrow isn't promised mm. so gotta do your best every single day yeah definitely you still get people trying to hop in though um not recently mm. no i think we kind of put that i think we snuffed that out uh, i think yeah yeah because once once we locked it up and 
you know, like you said, the that wall of sound, we will occasionally run like a like a mini Korg mm-hmm. too, and I'll do some live type of manipulation. I figured out how to run it through a pedal, cool. which, which which saves time. Yeah. Um, um, we locked up the set a bit better, and I think it that dynamic and that chemistry between us too just seems to work better mm-hmm. so at the moment i have not had anybody really come up to us since we officially went as a duo mm. so yeah, yeah they see you guys as solid yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't i mean i'm not gonna say the door is officially closed mm. but if the right person comes it's ready to hit the ground running mm. i don't know if i would say no to that person if, if it was right yeah. yeah if it felt right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you got uh, engineering extraordinaire here, and, like, you got it down. I mean, I try my best. Yeah. That's all I could do. Sounds great. We yeah. we have what uh, – well, our friend Carlos, he used to uh, um, play bass with us, actually. And this was years ago. He actually helped us write most of the first record. Yeah. Um, so he might be available for the summertime. So if oh, he nice. is, um, he's always – welcome here always a hundred percent yeah you know but you know um it's it's on his terms i think it's what we both both kind of came to that that conclusion and let us know we spend a week rehearsing come back in Mm -hmm. you know get your you know get back on that bike (laughs) you know yeah so because i I can see you guys at a festival even just two of you you know that makes traveling easy Oh, yeah. It's just me and him. Yeah. Way easier, right? You're talking about going to, you want to go to Texas? You yeah. Wanna, mm-hmm. You want to tour just in general, right? In yeah. general, yeah. But t- landing in Texas, and it's like, if we have a solid week, uh, we'll probably not sleep that much that week. So yeah. we're going to try <laughs> to go. Because, I mean, Austin is great, cool. But, you know, there's San Antonio, there's El Paso, there's Houston, Dallas. there's Dallas. Mm. Dallas has a scene? We're about to find out. Yeah. I never hear about Dallas. I didn't know about San Antonio either, though. I thought everything was in Austin. And then I heard about uh, the Paper Tiger. And, like, that's the venue, I guess. It's like a glass house out there. Okay. Yeah, it's a good spot. Everybody goes through there. Like, international bands. And I saw, like, these goth bands from Turkey were were going through there. And, like, this is fucking badass. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys got to check that out, too. Paper Tiger. Paper Tiger, San Antonio. I never went. I went to visit my dad, um, but I didn't. I saw a show. This band called Twin Tribes was playing, and I, um, I didn't get a chance to go. I was kicking myself still. But um, Ooh, they're going to be spot. at. Going to be there this cool weekend. World, right? Yeah. Yeah. What did that already happen? No, it's this coming up weekend. Oh yeah, just like having already happened. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I missed that. <laughs> we were trying to go to. Uh, cruel world we're trying to cover it um oh nice yeah i work with girl underground music and uh and she was doing uh she applied for the for the press pass and we we're trying to get in there and like it just didn't work out i'm like damn it i wanted to meet Susie sue oh man yeah it's my like, mom's favorite really yeah. yeah yeah i grew up on her and all the goth stuff you know yeah. all that post-punk and punk regular punk and everything i got lucky uh my dad listened to well when he was alive he 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 listened to a lot of uh bandas and mexican music and mm-hmm. stuff and my mom was more americanized so i got lucky with with being introduced to a lot of 
a lot of post-punk bands. Yeah. So I'm just like, uh, so I got super lucky. So you get the best of both worlds, uh, too. Yeah, definitely. The two opposing, oh, yeah. not opposing, not opposed to each other, just two very different scenes, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. They had their like Spanish pop uh, singers that have these really interesting ideas for songs, too, mm-hmm. um, which got us thinking of writing some songs in Spanish, too. Actually, wouldn't be a bad idea to just have a little bit of a mix in there, too, mm. with the sound that we have. And um, I have cousins out in Mexico, too, so it's like, well, like I can always just hey, like, is, is it cool if I crash out here while we try to play some shows? Yeah, that'd you be know? cool. And so that's kind of the whole point, you know? It's like, yeah, like, let's 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 come out here and play, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think my mom's going to Mexico City next month or something, and I, and I just found out I have family out there, so. Hell yeah. Yeah. Cool. So if I can find a place to crash out, like, let's fucking go, dude. Let's we'll go play it. a couple shows. If it's still around, you got to check out a place called uh, Caradura in Mexico City, this little venue. They do a lot of metal mm-hmm. uh, when I was there. Uh, I was just there for a week, and they had a lot of metal bands lined up, but it was like a nice little, probably like DBA size. Oh, nice. Um, and maybe a little bigger, big bar in the middle. It was really cool. And everybody was about that place. It was a good place to check out, if it's still around. I don't know if they, I don't know what survived COVID and what didn't, but yeah. <clears throat> What'd you grow up with, bud? Um, I grew up with a lot of, uh, so my parents, uh, like my dad listened to more rock Mm -hmm. and my mom listened to more like R and B. Um, and then, which is cool, you know, like that's a good foundation. Mm -hmm. Uh, but the people that I like to, uh, uh, that I looked up to were my older cousins Mm -hmm. because I was an only child for the first 13 years. Mm -hmm. Um, oh, well the first 10 years, I should say, uh, so my older cousins were like my older brothers. So everything they did, I wanted to do. So yeah. rap music was the coolest thing to me. Mm-hmm. And it still is. Like rap music is, is cool. So uh, I grew up on the foundation of rap music, R&B, and uh, rock. Mm-hmm. And then in middle school, I uh, discovered skateboarding. Mm-hmm. And the music and skateboarding videos uh, was like a lot of like you know, like, uh, like punk music. Mm-hmm. You know, like watching the Baker video. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, this, this is my shit. This yeah. is what I like." So, that Tony Hawk's Pro Skater soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, Tony Hawk Pro yeah. Skater. Like talks um, about that. The Thrasher magazine. I think yeah. they had a, a video game, and uh, you know, looking at the credits, I'm always like looking mm-hmm. at credits, like, "Oh, okay, that was this song. That was this song. That was this song." And then, uh, uh, I, uh, I grew up like uh, with uh, like AOL. Yeah. So like, in- internet wasn't that great. Uh, when I was young, so tracking stuff down wasn't that easy. So no. you uh, you couldn't like just Google like oh what was this song? You know, it took a lot of like research and then uh, mail order. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of my favorite record labels, I would just you know uh, request uh, these uh, mail order magazines, and it's like okay this band is cool and they're on this record label, and oh okay let me check out these bands, and mm-hmm. then they got to split on another record label, and, like up this record label, and yeah connecting dots, yeah. And, yeah. That's fun. I miss that, the old research, mm-hmm. right? Like, now it's, like, so easy, which is yeah. great, but I feel like there's something lost, you know? Like, I miss my iPod. <laughs> yeah. I miss yeah. struggling with that thing. Yeah. It's so easy now with, like, Spotify and Bandcamp and everything. Yeah. And Yeah. I miss the, the old... I miss AOL. I miss yeah. when you could, like, barely find tabs for songs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
like it was what was it guitar tab dot cc or something and like that was the only one i could find ever and and like just basic ass html bios of bands yeah god i miss those days sometimes <laughs> i heard the internet sound recently like somebody played it over somebody put it over opera singers on like tiktok and they're just like these opera singers trying to belt it out but it's just like like that sound <laughs> it's pretty neat <laughs> i miss that sound um how'd you guys it's so funny everybody listens to one thing but plays another you know and you guys meet in the middle with this like this like garage rock this psych and it's not banda it's not it's not um uh, it's not r&b you get, but you guys both met here. Did you guys were you guys listening to this before? Were you guys playing this before and then met? You guys met in what'd you say, twenty seventeen? Or you hooked up in twenty seventeen? Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, how'd that come about? How'd you guys find this sound? Uh so uh, that's that's a good question because uh for me, like my a lot of my influences, like I said, are are from the you know, I got love rock influence, I got the R and B influence, I got the rap influence. Mm-hmm. So for me, like uh a lot of like the beats that I come up with, like I, I try to take like some of it from all of it, but like there's just like a certain like head bob, right? That you mm-hmm. get in, like rap music and and I, and with my with my music, I try to emulate that, like, mm-hmm. and I try to like you know like find the beat and okay let the, you know stay in the pocket and ride that beat. Mm-hmm. And you know you just try to include you know like uh, you know all those other elements. Yeah, yeah. It's just cool how you found this sound because this sound is so different than those yeah. things, you know. Yeah. And it's it's very uh, it's very wistful. It's very you know elegant. Yeah. In its in its distortion, it's it, yeah, it's beautiful. So I would say like for like other bands that I've been in, I've just been like a player, you know. Like I've given my role. Mm-hmm. You do this. You do this. You do this. Whereas like now, like with Carlos, like I have like this certain freedom. I could sort of express myself and write the songs how I want to write them. Yeah. Whereas, you know, I'm, I'm taking orders from someone. Okay, this is, you know, the song's already recorded. Learn your parts. And they play like this at the exact tempo. You play all the, you know, all these notes and it, that's it. There's no room for for uh, movement or error, you know. Right. Uh, but, you know, in this band, if there's total freedom. We could play this bar longer if we want to. We could play shorter mm-hmm. and that's pretty cool mm-hmm. and uh was that influenced by the riverside scene at the time because it was still going on right by then mm, sort of yeah it was kind of transitioning out it was kind of uh i don't know it's kind of ran its course in a sense and mm-hmm. then other bands just kind of like either fizzled out or they jumped onto other projects so i would say yeah um however going back to his point about just um being an actual collaborative effort Mm -hmm. is the biggest difference from any other project i've done so like he said like in other things i was either doing heavy lifting on one thing Mm -hmm. but didn't have the skill set yet to like fully have like like songwriting um confidence right you know and in this and in 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 this project all we do is just experiment and while like you said the stuff we all grew up listening to is completely different to Mm -hmm. what we're actually doing Mm -hmm. and 
but the fundamentals of like you know having bass and drums being kind of our focal point which is hilarious because we don't have a bassist (laughs) but it doesn't really seem to deter us from wanting to push it to uh, the very limit that we can is just two people being on stage. Mm-hmm. And that's part of why it's fun. Yeah. And why it's always a constant um, um, source of inspiration watching other musicians play too, because, oh, that's a cool like riff. That's a cool like little mm-hmm. interlude. I like that verse. I like that chorus that they did. And then we look at what we're doing and try to like not rip them off or anything like that, but it, you know, it gets the creative juices going in a sense. Oh, for sure. And then vice versa, probably the first song we wrote together was Strawberry Jones. And it's, it's completely focused on his drums, Mm -hmm. like, which is the whole point. And, um, and that's why I enjoyed being in this band. Mm-hmm. for all these years is because it's never not been fun it's yeah. always been fun mm-hmm. and you know the sky's the limit how are we going to do this live i don't know but we'll yeah. figure it out That's <laughs> the fun part. yeah 100 mm-hmm. percent. yeah how'd you guys go through covid wearing our masks <laughs> <laughs> did you play many did you play any like secret shows like those like speakeasy shows no no no, yeah. we, no we got asked to do them from time to time and just um yeah it just never came out to be i think 2021 summer 2021 is when we were officially like out mm. officially yeah. and I, I think our first show was at the redwood bar yeah nice right? nice and we did two shows that night uh we played at the redwood bar early and then we played artists in the alley later in on yeah. oh cool and we did that show at, as a trio and then um, our bassist at the time couldn't make it. And so then we ended up doing the following show as a duo. So, you know, the show's got to, you know, must go on. So we just yeah, decided yeah. to just do it anyway. But we spent <laughs> most of COVID um, structuring a lot of our music and then also getting the record mastered mm-hmm. too. So. You know. The full record of this 45 that you put out? This one, this 45 is a standalone, like, thing we did with John Duran uh, from the Violet Minefield mm. and his buddy Harry, who's also in that band, too. Mm. And um, it was John's first uh, outing with trying to produce a band and such. Mm-hmm. And um, we were up for it, and we uh, spent a whole day just doing a whole two songs so um so that's totally separate the actual record itself was actually recorded um during the course of what 2019 2020 and then mastered during 2020 2021 Mm. and um we also were working with our then producer at the time uh jared arctow from the vacant lots Mm. actually and we got in touch with him around 2018 2019 Mm -hmm. if i'm not mistaken yeah and we demoed a couple songs that um antonio had recorded um he really liked them so you know we decided to work with him Mm -hmm. and um from that point we started to kind of really hone in 
the initial sound that you hear now. Mm -hmm. So it's very uh, primitive sounding. <laughs> uh, for some of the early recordings from 2018 and 2019, are very like cutthroat, a little too jammy on some parts, and mm -hmm. then having that producer Give come in. Give us some notes. Oh, yeah, definitely. It was all a great learning experience with him because mm -hmm. um, this is somebody who's touring like, this is his job, you know. Yeah. This is what he does for a living. He works on the Alan Vega uh, records right now. I think he's also does a lot of other things for other musicians too. Mm -hmm. But to have that experience um, and that knowledge to be shared to us, it yeah, was, so early on too. Mm -hmm. mm. It was it was great because it's it's not like a cheat code because obviously you still have to put in all that work. Yeah. But we learned so much from that experience that we now know how to work with what we do mm -hmm. and how to maximize it and then move on to the next chapter. Like th this year, we're already working on the second record. We haven't even put out the first one yet, but our our mindset's always like we need to always be working mm -hmm. on putting out new music no matter what. So Yeah, because you guys like putting out singles, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it's like been the move, I think, for a lot of people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I hear from musicians that that uh, <laughs> that they'd rather do singles than albums, and it's trippy because I'm like, I, I love albums. I want a I want a solid album, oh, yeah. you know. But yeah. it's like, I get it now. I think people putting out singles just constantly. What we were talking about before is just like cranking things out. Mm -hmm. Just and like you said, it's a, a timestamp of your work, of your progress, and and it's good. It kind of it keeps you moving, right? Oh yeah, <clears throat> definitely keeps you motivated um you can always put out an ep you yeah. know which which is great but um if you work really hard on something you might want to try to get the most out of it and that's kind of what we learned from from jared mm. as well too and then um the um the gentleman that mastered it too ted young was awesome like he's he's worked on a lot of records that 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 i've listened to that i'm a big fan of too but those guys just gave us so much, um, so much experience and so quickly. Mm. <laughs> so we needed to absorb it as quick as possible. And, mm. and so we did. And, um, that was one of them was like, it, it's, there's a marketing aspect of it as well too, where you mm. have to understand that, like you put out a whole record, you worked a whole year for, mm. that's it. You know, like it's, and I know some people may disagree with that and that's cool, but from where we're standing, um it's been working out great yeah you know uh we want to have a physical like v like we want a vinyl actual release for this first record but that's also something that's in the works mm -hmm. and we want to do a split with another band too that we're actually like in the middle of the talks with right now at the moment but mm -hmm. yeah man it's all about putting out music as often as possible even if it is in in a digital setting and physical is better but it's just it just takes longer to get it done yeah you know yeah. So. but i love i love physical copies i miss i miss cds i i buy mm -hmm. vinyl and if you got vinyl i'm getting it you know at the show aside from this 45 that i totally missed at your show <laughs> oh, man, uh, we'll but, get you uh, one before you leave i oh, appreciate it um this band uh, i saw recently they had cds and they were just handing them out and i was like man is it cheap still to just like like copy cd or like burn cds and and just hand them out i'd be selling them right but yeah um, <laughs> yeah i mean 
once again it's a marketing thing on how each band wants to do do their thing like what works for us Mm -hmm. other bands may not think it's a good idea Mm -hmm. but that's okay you know i uh, there's a there's a couple buddies of ours that manage the uh soapbox station which is another group of people that we work with that have been really great and always had us on on pretty much everything that they've done Mm -hmm. and uh we came to that disagreement in regard Mm -hmm. to like yo you guys shouldn't put out your whole record like Mm. maybe put out a single wait a month or two put on another single Mm -hmm. and then put on ep and kind of like really make it work but they're set on what they wanted to do and it you know it makes sense for them hey man just yeah whatever works yeah whatever keeps you happy is cool with us you know but Mm. um the way that we're doing it is different that's all yeah i'm glad you guys want to do vinyl that's really cool oh yeah i just i love holding vinyl i just went to the i went to zoinks the other day just picked up a few things and i was like man this is so cool i just i love vinyl i wish the older vinyls would have like uh the download codes i love that they do that oh yeah but like i got the space odyssey soundtrack and i could find it you know but i want like i want theirs you know Mm -hmm. or like i found these couple of bands couple of punk bands that no longer exist and they're they were hard to find hard to track down and I got the vinyl, and I could probably just like burn it to a CD or burn it to a an SD card because I got one of those record players that like oh, nice. lets you do that, you know. And uh, I don't know, man, it's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. You have to take time to like take it out, take it out of the sleeve. Um, you look at it, you read the lyrics if they have a lyric sheet, which yeah, or bugs me when they don't. Or as Antonio mentioned, like just just the credits, man. You get to see who worked on all of this. Who yeah. was who was the person playing this? Who was the engineer on this? You know, it's like it's, it's like it's a it's a nice little snapshot of uh, something that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, and like he was talking about Antonio when when you were saying like connecting the dots before. It's like oh, you, yeah. you're looking at credits and you see like the same engineer here, here, yeah. here, and here. Uh, I was following, I went down this rabbit hole of, uh, on Bandcamp, this, uh, refry records, this label and, uh, this girl from, uh, remember the band dreaming D R A E M I N G. They were like kind of like post punky ethereal stuff mm. in LA. Her name was, uh, Kim, Kimmy record. Mm. And, um, she worked with this producer. I forgot his name, but he's on like. They have like 30 albums and he's on all of them. He's done, he does something on all of them and they put out this oh, wow. album called um, under the name uh, Scam Likely and it's one of those things where it's like I just found this guy same name on like 50 <laughs> different things like 30 different things and it's like this is so cool. That's awesome. <laughs> like he's busy. That out. Yeah, following those breadcrumbs it's so cool. Like Bandcamp is I don't know people sleep on that I think. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And early on, that was, like, a, a decision for us. Like, yo, we can't, like, sleep on Bandcamp. Like, mm-hmm. Spotify and all those other major ones is important. You got to be on those, too, because that's where everyone's going to look. But It's a necessary evil. Yeah. Bandcamp yeah. is also, like, you need to be on Bandcamp. Yeah. Because you could put, like all, like, all of your stuff on Bandcamp and then, like, some marketable things just to get people's attention right, right on yeah. Spotify. That's that's exactly what we did. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. to put out before anything goes up live on a streaming platform like that is Spotify. Mm-hmm. It's up on Bandcamp for at least a month. Yeah. Just to 
you know, for, for, for the real ones, you know, yeah. and then, uh, marketing from our side is pushed like that. We have a link that it allows you to use now for whether, you know, you're doing it on Instagram and it just does it for you. And it's mm -hmm. like cool. You can add a link to it. People can go to it and actually listen to it if they really want to follow down that rabbit hole. And that's great, you know, mm. and then it gives you, um, as one of the options on like in Bandcamp, you could provide us like stories or a little bit of an overview of like whatever it is you want to share about that track. Oh, cool. So it's like yeah. you have those options to kind of share like a little bit more in there. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. I like how they do that with uh, when you buy an album on Bandcamp, you can like write a blurb about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's really neat. It's, um, it's important. It's, it's, it's Yelp that matters, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> totally. Like I'll listen to opinions about music and like, nobody's going to bother writing about music if they, if they hate it and bought it, you know, that's yeah. true. Admit that it, <laughs> that you think it sucks and you paid money for it. So you're going to write something nice about it, you know? Yeah. That's no, that's, <laughs> that's, that's a hundred percent true. And then you can go onto their profile and then see what they're listening to. Mm -hmm. And then that will turn you on to music that you may not even be aware of. Yeah. That be like, Oh shit, they were listening to this. I'm like, I'm gonna check it out. And mm -hmm. then next thing you know, you're going down their rabbit hole again. You start listening to all this new music that you normally would not have been able to listen to. If yeah. You hadn't taken that initiative, you know? And it's just things you don't find on Spotify. Typically. Find a yeah. lot of shit on, on Bandcamp. Oh like, yeah. Oh, I would have never seen that. And certain things like like that band Scam Likely, uh, and it's just like a project of theirs, I guess. They're not touring on it. They didn't print anything. It's like just Bandcamp. You got to find that, you know. And I only found it because she, I follow her because uh, I was following Dreaming, and she happened to post one story, a quick clip of like one of the songs, and she's like, "Hey, new thing I'm working on," and then that was all she said about it. And I <laughs> nice. just happened to see it. If I didn't see it, that would have been it. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> That's kind of cool too it's like that exclusivity also annoying it's like how much are you missing you know mm -hmm. <laughs> if a lot of people do that yeah it's just it's it's um what was it too much oversharing and then not enough sharing yeah <laughs> you get yeah. a fairly good middle <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of that have you guys found anything um that you're just like just something just badass that lucky you found just happy that you found recently Uh, maybe not on Bandcamp, but there's this band on uh, on uh, SoundCloud, mm. which is like I think the predecessor to Bandcamp. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, Who was it? Uh, it's this band from France. They're called <laughs> Foggy Tapes. Foggy Tapes. That sounds yeah. familiar. Did you post something about them? Um. Uh. So I, lately, I've been getting into DJing. So mm. if you've heard me DJ, that's their one. A lot of their music is like what I include in my. Oh, okay, uh, cool. So, like, uh, at the DBA shows, uh, a lot of the music was included. Cool, uh, cool. In, uh, in the in-between of the bands. Mm -hmm. And um, that was you just, like, uh, searching around uh, SoundCloud? Yeah, SoundCloud. I found them on SoundCloud, and I'm, they're, they're, just, they're really good. Yeah. Awesome, man. How about you? You find anything? Um, I guess it'd be... Um, I've I've been stuck on voice on tape for a while now. Dude, voice on tape is one of my favorites. Yeah, Lou. He's uh, an awesome dude. Right. Yeah, Lou is a person is one of my favorite people that I've 
been fortunate enough to meet. And then I remember him when I was like just a pup trying to figure out if I if I even wanted to do music mm. like this. You know, this was way before me and this guy met. Oh and, wow! Um, and um, yeah, man, just just one of those people that just has this great stage presence. Um, mm. But the music, man, it's just something that's just. I always leave his shows thinking, fuck, why didn't I write that? Like, <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's, uh, and it's, and it's, 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 it's one of the greatest feelings ever. Cause like, there's been a couple of handful of bands that we played with recently. I'm just like, fuck, that's a really good fucking song. Yeah. You know? And lose someone too, where it's like, when he plays, it's quiet. Everyone is listening. Oh yeah. It's yeah. like he the word like it's almost like he's commanding the room. He's like, yeah, shut up, because I'm about to play some shit. Right yeah. Now. Well, everyone just he's such an en- enigmatic looking guy. Yeah. Right? yeah. He's like the man in black, but yeah. like in a cowboy hat, and I think he has a bolo tie, right? And like he just, yeah, just, times. Yeah, just like this strong, silent type, but nicest dude ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, like you said, he just commands the room. Once he gets on stage, everyone shut shuts the hell mm-hmm. up and you don't hear a whisper you no. know it's so cool and his music is like you said i you wish you wrote that and i hear that I'm like where the hell did that come from yeah like, where'd you get that you know yeah man and so what carlos is saying is like he's someone where it's like now like you see him like i could say what's up to him and he's like hey what's going on dude? Like, oh yeah yeah, yeah. For sure and that's yeah. pretty cool super nice guy and then um cowards too from um uh derek's band they're they're fucking awesome. Man. They were really good at your uh, at your residency. Yeah, man. Yeah, I was really impressed with that. That that whole show that was a really good set. Yeah, because that was Daystar too, right? Yeah, yeah. Daystar. Played, yeah, yeah. We Daystar aimed was it, good. please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were trying to get uh, like all these bands that we really like, but that first night was definitely like, yeah, this sets the tone for the month, right? Yeah, we were it was talking. a good way to kick it off. For yeah, sure. yeah. Cowards was really good, and then uh, yeah, Voice on Tape was there, right? He yeah. opened it up, and cowards. Where are those? Where are they from? They're based out of LA. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Man, we gotta get them out here again. Yeah. That'd be really cool. I never see them at. Uh, maybe I don't. I think they're lost in the algorithm. You know, which yeah. is frustrating. They, I hate that. They don't <laughs> have music up yet. I know. Last, I think I spoke with Derek through messaging like a while ago, maybe a week ago, mm. and. Um, they're they're still like recording stuff and trying to get some stuff put out soon so hopefully they can get some new music out but yeah they're they're really i think we played a total of like three shows with them three Mm. or four shows now three or four yeah yeah and it's uh they're they're awesome oh and uh pagoda is pretty awesome too yeah yeah this it was uh like a three-piece like Mm. uh what would you call that music it's not like thrash metal right no, it's loud. <laughs> <laughs> I like loud though. Yeah, yeah. Something like thrash metal. Uh, mm. sort of. It just it's just just something about it that mm. was just very different from what would be considered like metal, I guess. Mm. But um, yeah, like there's there's a lot of bands that we've been very lucky to go see live or that we're we're you know try to build relationships with as well too. So. Yeah, but definitely cowards. Cowards is fucking dope. Yeah, you guys could put a bill together. That's for sure. So I'm looking forward to the next one. Yeah. Yeah. So that's something that came out of the pandemic. Yeah. Um, was uh, 
venues uh giving us the range you know like yeah that's something that uh i don't i don't know if like we we aspire to that but it's like we want to like maybe not like want to control everything but let us choose let us curate yeah know? yeah like let us pick the bands <laughs> let me play the music <laughs> you know let me set the vibe yeah uh so we we've been we've been fortunate to do that a couple of times and and we got a pretty good track record mm. i think that's good maybe it is good that they don't do anything <laughs> they are letting you do <laughs> think, <laughs> they're letting you take control what was it I, I i think our first stint was at brooks bar when we did yeah. that yeah that was in was, riverside that mm. that was our like our little testing we'll see how all these bands vibe out but mm. yeah man it's just a matter of just having groups that complement each other mm. but um is this is gonna be my old man yelling at the clouds moment so <laughs> just a heads up um my, i'm a big stickler for like hey if you're on the bill get there early to check out the first band oh for sure yeah because yeah. it's like come out support the band that's there that's that's opening because um it's important you yeah. know and um you know i'm not gonna say anything or name people obviously but my that's like my biggest thing because it's like i get there about an hour or half hour earlier he does too mm. and we just hang out yeah and we get to meet the bands that come in and they're rolling in and just kind of doing their thing and stuff but it's a it's a big thing for me personally because it's like that's how you build relationships with people yeah you know you get to know them at a more personal level yeah other than just like hey uh, can we play a show with you i'm like all right but like come yeah. on dude come come over just just kind of shoot the shit with us for a bit yeah and let's get to know each other a bit better you know yeah so that's it for my old man yelling at the cosmos <laughs> <moment. laughs> that wasn't even that bad <laughs> it's funny hearing about that too with like like bands that play together i i'll hear that from people like I was like, "Oh, how was that other band? Were they cool?" And like, "Oh, we never, we didn't really hang out with them. We didn't really talk to them. We just, like, why?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You guys are all doing something that takes, uh, that's not easy to do. It's no, not, it's not easy to get up on there and play for a couple of strangers or even for your friends. Mm -hmm. You know, and um, you know, you should try to get to know each other as much as as much as possible, even if you don't think you will have anything in common yeah might it turns out you have a lot in common because you guys are playing music so yeah. start you have with a few that. things in common you're playing at the same bar <laughs> you're yeah. playing music yeah that's probably similar music mm -hmm. yeah it's like what's what's the problem i get people are shy but i hear about that arrogance too it's like this sort of like i don't know maybe the headliner is full of shit or something you know or or even the opener you know the opener has an attitude you know i hear those stories too and it's like man what's going on yeah. <laughs> yeah what's with the community yeah mm. we got lucky that at those dba shows everyone was like nice mm -hmm. primo everyone just was there and hang, like hanged out like like that's mm. the whole point man yeah because everyone point. hangs out after the show too right and like they get they get drinks and they chill one of my favorite uh like moments that i witnessed was uh 
you know, you'll, you'll hear people in the audience talking shit, you know, oh, that, you know, especially if it's other musicians, it's like, oh, that, you know, guitar was off or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <It's>, totally. Yeah. <laughs> and it happens, right? Like everybody's like judgy and shit, but uh, yeah, but not everybody, but <laughs> there's a few. No, there's definitely, a, there's, there's a, there's definitely people doing that. If you see a dude with, with his arms crossed like this. Yeah. It's like watching you play. He's probably talking shit. In his head. Yeah. And I do that like naturally. Like I'll just stand like this, especially if I'm holding my camera. Cause I'll always, almost always take my camera to a show. And, um, yeah, you take some yeah. great photos by the way. Oh, thanks, oh yeah, dude. that's true. Oh, appreciate it. Yeah, great photos of you guys. Those were, those, those fun times. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm always like crossing my arms and then I catch myself. I put, I put them down really quick. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not judging. I swear to God. Like <laughs> I'm just like being, being comfortable, you know? but uh, i see that all the time and there's this one time it was at dba of course and this band i forgot who it was guitarist and drummer were like they're loading out and they were talking shit about their own performance like the guitarist is like man i fucked that up and blah 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 and drummer's getting on i'm like no dude that was great you did this and that and like <laughs> and they were going back and forth encouraging each other and like man what was a great us? scene huh did you is that a, a conversation was it? <laughs> I hope you guys do that. That'd, that'd be really good. No, this was a long time ago. Uh, I only saw it the one time, but it was like gotcha. so memorable, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, where it's like, yeah. I, I don't want to hear people talking shit, but it's, it's bound to happen, you know, especially from other musicians. Just want just to talk shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've had my fair share of uh, people shitting on you after you just played. <laughs> They come up straight to you and like and say something. Well, they think you're friends with them, so they feel they have that confidence to be like, "Why were you playing with the capo?" I'm like, <laughs> "Do you not know the chord structure throughout the neck of the guitar?" I'm like, "It's just easier to play, you know." Put yeah. the Capo on the second fret, call it a day, man. It's not that big of a deal, but all right, whatever. People get mad. Yeah, there are some there there are some schmoes out there like that, but whatever, man. You know. Nah, you don't let it get you down. No, absolutely. Just not. ignore them. They're not. To, they're not to be listened to. Yeah, I know? mean, uh, what? <laughs> Every now and again, I'll text Antonio this 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 Mark Phillips face, and Mark Phillips does these like great sketches on YouTube. They're called RDC World, mm. and you know that that plain face he yeah. does where he's just like looking at you like deadpan that's exactly what i think about when it's just like i'm not dealing with this shit right now like, yeah i'm good dude thank you though <laughs> buy a record on the way out yeah <laughs> like, and then smash it if you feel like it but at least you bought it seriously oh i know yeah i mean i've i've heard that one too actually um from i, I think i had a cousin that wanted to buy a record and then I told them, like, well, yeah, you could buy a record, mm. you know. I said, well, can I just buy it on iTunes? I'm like, yeah, I guess you could do that, too. Mm. I mean, but I actually have a record. Yeah. You know, he's just like, well, I don't have a record player. I'm like, okay, I think you're missing the point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that money will help support what we're doing. Yeah. Therefore, we can continue to put out more music. Yeah. Or more records <laughs> <laughs> that you're also not gonna buy, <laughs> but you could still use it. Yeah. Or uh, what? It makes great art. Yeah. Yeah. That's 
thank you. That's that, <laughs> I think people miss the point. Like, well, I don't have a record player. I'm like, that's not the point. Like, if you if you're about it, be about it. You yeah. Know? But don't give me this long spiel about like, oh, it's because I don't have a record player. I had a record player, but the needle broke. And then I'm, <laughs> he's like, Jesus, I don't need to hear this right now. I just replaced a needle recently. It's not that complicated. Yeah, but they're also not telling you the truth when they tell you they have yeah, a record. Also yeah, they're also lying. Or uh, um, one of my age-old favorites. Like, I don't even have family members that come out to shows anymore. But <coughs> I used to hear, like, old co-workers. Mm. Hey, I heard you're in a band. I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't advertise it because yeah. then if you do, you're going to be getting talked to by, like, six or seven people why they couldn't go. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't even ask you to come. <laughs> yeah, just like, yeah, well, hey, man, I heard you're in a band. I'm like, yeah. Cool. He's like, you're not going to tell me the name? I'm like, I mean, like, yeah, I guess I could tell you, but I mean, I know you're not going to look it up. <laughs> you know, it's like. Sometimes you can just tell. It's like, you're, mm-hmm. not, you're not into this. No. Yeah. Or they think, or they're the opposite, right? I, I, I have this in-law um, who... <laughs> He was like, oh, so you play in a rock band? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, all right, so you like like Metallica, right? Like, it's like that style of music? I'm like, no. <laughs> and so then I played it for him, and he's just kind of like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> it's music, just, dude. He's giving me this, like, deadpan. Like, Wait, you're on Spotify? I'm like, yeah, I'm on Spotify. <laughs> And like, iTunes, oh, really? Like, oh man! So you guys are doing it big time. I'm like, yeah, I guess, dude. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I like when people say that. Oh, you're yeah, you're famous or what? Like I oh, get that shit. all the time, and I'm like, I mean, people who listen to podcasts and listen to music, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, like, yeah. My son, what was it? Uh, he's eight. Mm. And I, I was going through some some videos. So there's some live YouTube videos of us playing live that other people have upload it right mm. and it goes through and he's just kind of like looking at it and he's just like are you and antonio like famous and he's, <laughs> like, he's like no no i don't think so yeah he's like well you have a bunch of youtube videos on here he's <laughs> like yeah but it's not what you think you know it's just it's just people recorded us he's just like oh okay so you guys going to be famous I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> No, I don't think that's what we're doing it for. I said, yeah. no, it's kind of, <laughs> which, which, which is going to segue to my next point here. Yeah. We're not doing this to make money. We're not yeah. doing this to be famous. We're not doing this. We're doing this strictly just to create art and to yeah. be able to do it live. Like that's why we do this music. Yeah. You know, this, this is why it's been so much fun. There, yeah. there isn't egos or people trying to like flex and thinking getting in their feelings about shit like it's so much easier with just two people but right way less moving parts that too but it's also like the commitment to it Mm -hmm. you know it's like that's like it's um i wouldn't compare it to a marriage but i would it's close to one yeah you know because we have to learn from each other a lot and that's not a single thing that's ever been like a bad experience right right so it's always been enjoyable and it's part of growth Mm -hmm. so that's that's where that's probably why we work so well together Mm -hmm. you know and there's not a lot to hide behind either for like these other bands where there's like 
five, six, four people, it's like, okay, if I screw up, the bass player could hide it. The <laughs> keyboard player could, you know, like, fill the void. It's just like, right. it's just me and him, and then we have our bass track, and that's, you know, that's it. Yeah. It, There's it, nothing to complicate that. Yeah, exactly. Unless it fucking stopped working, like, yeah. in the last, <laughs> the last show. Oh, man. Kudos to that guy, that, that sound guy. Scott, yeah. he was cool, but fuck, dude, that guy just dropped it, dropped it, and then like, all right, I guess we're just gonna play guitar and drums tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and then we, we, you know, we run like loops, so I'll do live guitar loops prior to songs. Yeah. So it'll sound like two guitar players are playing, mm-hmm. and then I'm actually playing like the actual live track that I'm actually playing. Mm-hmm. And then the bass is playing and running its thing, and then you run into that that wall of sound that that you're talking about. Yeah. So it's like it's layers to it. Right. And everything's built around him, yeah. so it all kind of just comes up all together. But if you if the bass amp isn't working through the monitor, <laughs> there's a problem. <laughs> but it's not a frequent issue. It's just yeah. We we just know how to set up our sound too, so it's like yeah yeah so we run uh a small pa amp kind of like a monitor frame on one side mm-hmm. and then we crank that bass amp and it's this perfect trifecta of like sound mm-hmm. and uh yeah it sounds so good it sounds so clean for thanks as like as as like gritty as it can be it's it's clean you know that's what we were going for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 100%. yeah. That's not, the magic trick. Not, yeah. Not too polished and just enough grit there where it's like there's some element of like this could potentially go south. Yeah. But not <laughs> totally. And it's not because we don't have the technical prowess for it, but mm-hmm. it's mostly because like equipment happens to fucking fail on you. It's going to yeah. happen. It happens all the time. And if it does, can you still do the show? Yeah. So the answer is yes. <laughs> yeah. You got your workarounds and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. That's awesome. And it's like a mar- like you said, it's like not like a marriage, but it's kind of like, because you guys are in it regardless, right? And you'll oh, yeah. find a way around things. You're going to work together regardless mm-hmm. until the wheels fall off, right? Like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't see myself doing any other projects in, in the foreseeable future, mm-hmm. not because... I've been asked to play guitar on on other things. I've been asked to, you know, hey, can you jump in on the uh, for Baby Trees is another group that we like that's from out here that's asked me to play. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes I'm available, sometimes I'm not. And but my dedication is to this a hundred percent. Yeah, you know, because this is something that we both made out of nothing. Yeah. So it's like it's other things may come along the way that seem fun. But is it going to get in my way of like, hey, well, I got rehearsal the next two days, you know? Yeah, this comes first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. hundred. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So Carlos says it's like marriage, but for me, I think it's war. <laughs> <laughs> and like, me and him, like, we're in the trenches, you know? Yeah. And it's like, I got his back, he's got my back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're, we're going to try to make it to the other side. Yeah. Lopping grenades at hipsters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm here to get my hands dirty. <laughs> That's how I see it. That's badass. Yeah, especially if you're gonna hit the road, like it's gonna get it's gonna get dirty. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna get rough. And you guys, so long as you guys have that like that tight knit relationship, you guys you're gonna make it. Definitely. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get through anything. You're gonna get through some promoter not wanting to pay you. 
It's gonna happen before you were, have to oh, break yeah. his neck or something. And yeah, <laughs> just Venmo me the money, dude. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, like I can't. <laughs> I got Zell. You got Zell? Yeah, we got it all, man. <laughs> Get out of here with that shit. <laughs> That's true, though. I mean, it is interesting that he said war and I said marriage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. You want both. Yeah. yeah you want man. both uh, both uh, perspectives. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Like, I think that's that's how, like, we work so well. Like, Carlos is very structured and everything's got to be like this for him to operate. Yeah. Whereas I, I'm a chaotic energy. Yeah. Give me, give me, every, I'll take everything. I'll take it on. I'm going to try to figure it out. Yeah. So you, you work well under pressure yeah. under, in chaos. Yeah. Yeah. You know that expression, better uh, a guardian, no, a better uh, uh, a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. There you go. Yeah. That's cool. I like but, that. But do both, right? Yeah. Like you can be both. You know, yeah. you're the warrior, you're the gardener. Yeah. <laughs> or both. You know, you guys could both be the. Oh, yeah, that works. <laughs> yeah. That totally works. Yeah, you just got to maintain the grass as it's getting blown up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is Normandy. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So one more time, the show's, guys, coming up. Assuming this comes out Friday. Yeah. Yeah, 24th, Harvard and Stone. 24th, Harvard and Stone. Yeah. And I think Warsaw Pack's playing with us, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they're cool. Warsaw Pack? Yeah. Yeah. Another war reference. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was uh, Joy Division's first band. It was Warsaw. Yeah, Warsaw. Yeah. I thought it was Warsaw Pact. I guess it was just Warsaw, huh? Yeah, I think it was just Warsaw. Yeah. And right, then so 27th, Saturday, our bar with Moray ben- Bender. Cool. Cool. And let me look up those bands because I want to do them justice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout for them sure. out. Here we go. I think I got a sticker from you guys. I got to put it on my my water bottle. It has like all just local bands. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll be playing with Wolfie, Dahlia Fay, Cook, and yours truly. Sweet. And that's and the I, 27th. Yeah. And then mm. visuals by Maury Bender, which is Anthony. And don't play dough. Don't play dough. Mm hmm. So it's going to be pretty dope, man. Cool. Dude always does some pretty pretty great installations. Yeah, their residency is pretty cool. They're playing, uh, I think, tomorrow with this band, uh, Modern Time Machine. Oh, Mm. yeah. They're cool. Or to dig them. Neat. I'm going to look all these guys up. Uh, Oh, one more time, because I've heard five different uh, pronunciations of your name, and I've been going with Noir Dali. Uh, but that's not right. No, right? yeah, we, we've been called everything, but it's Nor Dollies. Nor Dollies. Yeah. Okay. So this uh, mnemonic device that I use is New War Dollies. Okay. There's All about Oregon. war, dude. There's Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> New War Dollies. So wh- how'd you come up with that? Uh, me and him were just going back, like you know, we started this project. It's like, okay, well, it's got to have a name. What's it gonna be called? And. Um, I tossed him some ideas. I was like, well, you know, they got this. I, I don't remember what some of the other ones were, but. They weren't that um, memorable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something about Nordali's, it just stuck. Like. <clears throat> yeah, it sounds good. I just thought of, like, like Salvador Dali, the the, the artist. I just yeah. thought of, like, his dark work. Yeah. You know, that's the first yeah, thing yeah. that came to mind. I was like, oh, that's badass. And then your artwork on the latest single was really cool, too. It kind of, like, speaks to that name, too, in a yeah. way. Yeah. 
Kind of. Yeah. I didn't even put that together. That yeah. just kind of. Uh, it was this painting that I was gifted, <clears throat> and it's just those eyes just. Yeah. Just staring back at you, and. Yeah. It was some artwork that like, was like I'm gonna hold on to this, and it's we're gonna use this at some point. It's 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 gonna be put 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 to use at. And um, when we recorded these two songs, it was like, okay, this, yeah, this is what it's gonna be used for. Yeah, it reminded me of where was it? Yeah, it reminded me of like, there's that Ivan the Terrible painting. Yeah, the guy who like he he's holding his son that he just yeah, killed. Yeah, he's like chewing it up. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 not that one. No, no, he just like he like just killed his son. Oh, he's okay. Just, he's just holding him. Similar to that one. Though. Yeah, I know. What, I know which one you're talking about. Um. Yeah, it reminded me of those eyes. Yeah. Yeah, the eyes really stuck out. Yeah, which it doesn't really reflect the music. Because for me, like, the, the eyes seemed ominous. Mm. But your music is always, like, so... There's a little kind of a darkness to it, but it's so joyful still. Like, okay. It always, it always puts me in a good mood. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, so the eyes kind of threw me for a second, but I love the art. It was a really cool piece. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, there's something about like the music that like when I when I put into it, there's like this type of edge that like, yeah, this jitteriness that like I think speaks to my personality, and I try to put that in my music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful stuff. It's not so chaotic though. It's very, it's very melodic and very, I don't know, very peaceful to me. Okay, you know? cool. Yeah, I nice. like it. I like it for that. I imagine you guys going like punk one day, like just having a punk single. Like, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. And then the chaos comes out and like, oh. Yeah, this is, is it. You know? This is the war. We're going that's to the war. war. Yeah, that's the sound of cannons. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. That's funny yeah. that you mentioned that. That's a lot of the the songs I've worked on at home have those elements put into it because it was a suggestion he had last year about mm. like, where do we depart from this sound? Like, where do we go? Like, we yeah, figured out we our sound forward. and incorporate elements that we like of post-punk bands that we enjoy. Yeah. Some shoegaze elements that isn't just noise. Right. You know, like, has to have some, you know, needs to balance in a sense, you know? Yeah. And um, punk was the first thing that kept coming up. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah, we got to figure it out. But that's with the bass lines and drums, man. Like, you can just... It's just stuff I work on at home. So yeah. <laughs> so, and then if you like the stuff we have up now, you're gonna really like the next release of uh, <clears throat> four songs that we haven't put out yet too. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, I think he. I think he would really like Strange Cars. I think yeah. Strange Cars is really really cool. I'm ready. It's got a swirls of guitars and just this guy's drums kind of holding it steady in yeah. the anchor. So it's just this really interesting. Um, progression from the whole record so mm. I think that one you're going to like the most out of the new stuff that comes out in cool. the coming months you got a date on that or just uh, to be continued um, or until further notice I think what well, we're thinking summertime summertime yeah cool we'll stay tuned for that gotta promote everything too oh, yeah, yeah. I'll be pushing everything uh, everything I can cool. send me posters and stuff yeah like flyers and I'll, I'll like post everything too awesome yeah you got it yeah Sweet. Well, thanks so much, guys. Thanks for doing this. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Anytime. Yeah, we could follow up when you uh, when you start printing more things again. I'm I'm so ready for that. I want to buy the records. 
Oh yeah, and, like, for sure. Take pictures with them and everything. You know, yeah, definitely, man. Do the whole do shebang. Yeah, just let us know what shirt size you are, and we'll get you a shirt too. Oh man. fuck yeah! Thank yeah, you. we sold out of all our, our our first run. We're gonna do another run. Yeah. yeah, I always get a shirt. Man, I fucked up. I only got the poster that time. Oh no worries, man. <laughs> yeah. this, we this. already sold out of shirts by then. Oh yeah, okay. cool. Yeah, cool. I don't feel bad then. <laughs> I feel less bad about mi- missing out. <laughs> oh no worries, dude. We can run it back. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, I'll keep an eye out for the for when you print things again. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely in the summer. Sweet. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. We'll uh we'll promote those shows. Shout out the world. Yeah. <laughs>